Today we have a real life Rocky story. We have a man that was on a losing streak that came back to win the world championships. And you might have heard of him. His name is Bruno Bastos. You don't want to miss this. Bruno, thank you so much for joining us today. I am covered in goosebumps having you on another episode of Inside the Fight for you to share your amazing story of the jiu-jitsu world. So first, can we start with how many years have you been in the fight game, my friend? Now a little over 33 years that I've been training. 33 years you've been training. That's yes. incredibly fantastic. Um, in that 33 years, what do you think is the, the biggest thing for you and the biggest takeaway from jujitsu? And I know that's a big question, mm -hmm. but in your 33 years, what is the biggest takeaway? Persistence, resilience. Those are two things that you can, we cannot live without it. Absolutely. So within the world of jujitsu, what do you think that, 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 persistence piece really means because you have an amazing school uh, in Midland, beautiful mm -hmm. Midland, uh, beautiful Midland, Texas. <laughs> um, actually, your school is the ninth ranked school by the IBJJF. And mm -hmm. so to have something like that in Midland is amazing. But for you, when you're coaching your students with persistence, what does that mean for you to impart on them? Uh, I think it started a little bit with my story where I had my visa denied coming to the United States four times. Two of those four times losing opportunity to compete at ADCC World Championship, right? And I believe a lot of people that have quit Jiu-Jitsu, have Jiu-Jitsu as a hobby, you know, find another uh, type of job to provide a family and everything. Uh, but, of course, after, like, uh, heartbreaking, like, news like that, Monday was Monday again, and I was start working again towards to, to uh, get, like, achieve that goal. Right, so and then when I finally had my visa approved, that's back in 2008, so I could come to the United States and I could compete at ADCC World Championship. So I think that's the persistence and resilience of like not giving up when things get tough because everybody can be good on the good, but not everybody can be good on the bad. Yeah, that's totally true. So your experience as a fighter too, resilience plays a huge key. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. so within the jiu-jitsu world, what, I've been following you for a couple of years now, we've been friends for a couple of years, mm. and what you said a minute ago about it's Monday and we're just getting back into it, mm. literally almost every single week in your social media, that, that's what I see. So the fact that you live that mm -hmm. uh, is why I think you're such a, a great professor and, and a great leader. Um, what things do you look to get out of your students within your gym and in your academy for, for your students from that leadership perspective? Yeah, like, of course, we have from three years old to six, six years old, right? Like, no, we have a 73-year-old now. So, 73 years old? Yeah, so now we have a 70-year span, like, like, like years of age on the students, right? But the thing is, no matter, no matter like, what, what, you're doing, what you're doing in life, right, and then what goes on in the weekend, then, like, Monday, everybody's back to routine, yeah. right? And I think in the martial arts world, and then we talk about Jiu Jitsu specifically here, uh, where like you're in a social media era that everybody has eyes on you, right? So you're concerned about what everybody gonna think about you, what you're posting on your Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever, right? And then maybe create all that expectation about you around you, and then like you lose like a little local tournament, but then. You know, oh my God, like I'm embarrassed or ashamed or this and that, or like 
you're doing jiu-jitsu, but you play on, on a little uh, local, like, soccer league or baseball league, whatever, like, oh, my team lost, like, I'm not good, or this or that. But and then Monday, everybody's, like, back to routine. So life, life goes on, you know, and then I like to tell them that I don't ask them to do anything that I'm not doing it myself. Right. Right? So I think that's, that's the, the, the key, like, leading, like, by example, with actions, not, like, just words, right, is... I think some people are very good on talking nice and beautiful. Right. Um, I, I know how to talk, but I like to show with actions because uh, especially when go to the kids, they may not like listen to you, but they look at right. you, you know? So that, that's the thing for me. Now, Jamie, we're gonna bring up this video of a Bruno that really is, uh, when he told me the meaning behind it, it mm -hmm. really kind of hit me in, in the heart feel. So uh, can we play that video? So there's a lot of emotion going on here in, in this video. Yeah, can I you can, can feel you that the can you talk about when we talked about it before? You said it wasn't for the win. It was something that your you and your son had a conversation about. Yeah, like that was like 2020. So right after like the all the COVID uh, going on, right? Um, so after the school reopened and all that, then I remember that I did, I had a match for the belt at fight to win, and then I lost the decision. Then I went to Penns, and I didn't even go to the podium, right? Then I went to Oklahoma City Open in a three-man bracket, and I got bronze medal, oh. <laughs> right? Then he said, like, well, Papa, you're not going to win anymore. And then for me, it was hard because he, for two years, he went 0-2 and 0-4 and and in every tournament that he went. Yeah, he was winning everything. No, no, he was losing everything. Oh, he like, was losing my, everything. My son, yes. Yeah. Right? And then, but I was always, like, okay with that because, like, he was too young and then he was enjoying. So he didn't, I think he didn't understand winning and losing. Right. He was just going to compete because his dad competes and then his friends are competing. So he was going to compete as well. Right? And then until he went to the pancakes for the first time and then in a three-kid bracket, and he lost both matches. And that was the first time that he cried, right? So then he, and then he understood what, like, losing feel. Right. Right, and then, like, he still lost few tournaments until he finally won, won his first tournament, like, June of two, uh, 2019. Like, I cannot forget that, right, because his first, his first time winning. Um, and then, like, so he understood now what, what winning feel like, right? right? Once he lost the pancakes, that was a few months prior, I made him a promise that I would train him. Because up until then, he was just, like, doing like we call the baby sharks class. Yeah. Like the little kids. And then he started training with me. And then, so one year later, he went back to pancakes and then won the, the, the pancakes title. So, so this is like a like a like father like son where yeah. you had your streak, he had his streak, and then got to be overwhelmed with those emotions of the yeah. win on the other yeah. side. He of had that. his streak first, right? So like he was winning now, and like, like so now he expect dad to win, right? But dad is losing, yeah, right. And then so then I I told him like, well, the same way I made you a promise when you lost and cry, yeah, I promise now that I'm gonna win. So and then like I did everything that I could in the preparation, and then. It's so weird because, like, my students, they would be, like, at the tournament, saying, say, you need something, you need something. I'm like, oh, guys, don't worry. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't even sitting between matches, yeah. you know? And then, 
nobody even scored a single advantage on me. You know, like, you know that perfect day, the perfect game, like, was, was that day. And then the final against, like, Roberto Abreu, that's an amazing competitor. He was the rep of the year. He was undefeated for, like, two years, I think. And then to have that victory in them, for me, was, like, the relief. Right. Like, and then all the emotion that you guys saw in the video. <laughs> and then, like, was more, like, of course, it's celebrated, but it was more the relief of, like, man, like, I, I was able to get done. I promise that I did for for my son. That's just such a beautiful story. Uh, as, as we come towards the end of our episode today, if if you could share and impart, what direction do you want to see jujitsu going, and why would you encourage you know other parents to get their kids in in jujitsu? Oh, I like to live by two mantras. One is live every day to achieve your dreams. So I think jujitsu is a amazing tool to personal development, right? And then if your kid get to compete, that's gonna enhance that too. All right, because he's going to experience, like, all the ups and downs. They're yes. going to, like, mimic exactly like how life it is. So I think that's the, the, the biggest thing, right? And then we have, like I say, the winning culture, like, set yourself apart. The winning culture right. doesn't mean winning everything. mean doing your best in everything that you do. Like, your best husband, the best father, the best wife, the best daughter, the best son. Like, so you're trying to be the a best person every day, and then, but setting yourself apart from everybody else because if you do what everybody else do, you get the same results. Right. So I think those things are what I try to preach at my school and then with all my students, kids and adults. Uh, and I think that's a reason why parents should put their kids in jiu-jitsu for yeah, sure. And, and Bruno, I just want to honor you and, and lift you up because you really truly are a man of example and you do exactly what you say you're going to do and you every single thing that you ask of any of us, you have done. And, and that, to me, more than anything else, especially in this world where we have people telling us, do this, do that, do the other, and, mm -hmm. and they don't, here you are always leading by example, always being back in the gym on Monday. I know you have had a crazy travel schedule mm -hmm. and whether it's being a husband, whether it's being a father, whether it's being, you know, the amazing leader that you are in, in, in Abastos BJJ and, and your amazing affiliation. Bruno, I just want to say thank you so much for all you do for uh, the jiu-jitsu community and it just, it means a lot to us for you being here. Thank you so much. Well, thank you both of you guys. Like, hard to not be emotional, but Monday's Monday for everybody. <laughs> be sure to subscribe and follow us. And we'll see you next time on Inside the Fight.